0: Everyone and welcome to you. Love to see it, a podcast where we watch movies and TV shows and then tell you all about them. This week we watched Go Joe, rather not Go, but Joe Cornish's 2011 (laughs) sci-fi action flick, Attack the Block. I'm Danielle. I'm the EIC up in this, uh, this, I don't know, this joint. I think I called it a pony show earlier today. I called it something else at another point, but uh, that's that's my job, and I am joined. Uh, by a, a very special podcaster, uh, um, uh, a man who podcasts three times a day, as we established uh, in our pre <laughs> our pre podcast chat, the head of media and editor at large, John Warren.
1: Hi, I need a I need a very soothing tea after today.
0: <laughs> I do too. We today did a lot. Been- of, we
1: did a lot of talking. I was on uh I was on late i mean this is this is yesterday now, but uh yesterday I was on uh late yes. lunch for two hours as well, so
0: oh my god yeah yeah i I've been bouncing between podcasts and and uh uh, uh acts of of legal protest
1: yeah
0: uh and also, what else happened today sorry yesterday uh just a lot <laughs> i ran i went for a run that was good
1: runs are good
0: uh, yeah, those are good things. Uh, And now I'm going to run us right to the topic of the day, which is, of course, attack the block. Thank you so much. It's almost it's almost uh, like my brain being this uh, uh, garbage is helping me right now, because maybe it is. Uh, This is a film. Uh, starring a a young uh, John Boyega. Again, this is uh, from about nine years ago. Uh, And it it centers uh, with the, uh, of course, the British spelling centers on a teenage street gang who have have to defend themselves from predatory alien invaders in a council estate in South London. And this all occurs on Guy Fawkes Night. This is a movie... I had certainly heard about, but I want to ask a sort of starter question. Yeah, uh, John, have you seen this before or encountered it before John Boyega's like really great protest speech this week?
1: Oh, oh my gosh! Yes, yes, I, okay. gotcha. I have, I have watched it multiple times. Yeah, I,
0: oh, and oh shit, okay.
1: And I've been watching nice. John Boyega's uh, like uh, I guess periscopes, like on Twitter and stuff, and, and sure, Instagram sure. and stuff. Uh, he's been unbelievable the past uh, week plus um, just I, I uh, yeah, no, I'm really glad you brought that up because he's been doing okay. a thing that we actually talked on another uh, podcast uh, sportsman about sports and things. We talked about Colin Kaepernick, another figure yeah. who kind of said, hey, my career be damned. It shouldn't have been. But he yeah. he, he kind of knew what he was putting on the line. And very clearly with a lot of the reactions from like Star Wars fans, especially, um, you know, a lot of people basically told John Boyega to stay in his lane and he's told them to uh, fuck off, not even politely, which has Hell been yeah. which has been great. So, um, yeah, his speech, to I guess it was this morning, right? Yeah. Um, in, in that you know park i don't London. know what
0: time is anymore but it was it was definitely very recent it's been in the last like day or two i think
1: the so, yeah. the the mega the the bullhorn in the park thing was either posted late last night or this morning i can't remember but gotcha. either way just gotcha. an unbelievably powerful uh speech to a group of uh protesters i just thought it was uh unbelievable he's he's a remarkable remarkable dude
0: yeah it's a really really cool guy, yeah uh, and a very uh I don't know, just fucking awesome at what he does and awesome at speaking up as well, and yeah that's
1: yeah, yeah. i mean since since we saw since we started pop you know seeing him pop off on uh Twitter and stuff like that, this is literally why I suggested this movie is because, yeah, I one, I knew that the rest of his career was gonna get a second look just because Star Wars is over, but also you know, this attack the block was really a, in a loud debut for a lot of young actors, but the one that got, I think the, the, the biggest career immediately afterward and, and through the decade uh, was John Boyega. So yeah, I wanted to watch this movie because, um, you know, kind of seeing hey, his career is still very young, but kind of seeing full circle of where it started to kind of his, uh, his very, very lofty status. Now it's been, it's been interesting to see.
0: Yeah. Uh, because he was, you know, a whole bunch has been spilled about, you know, the new Star Wars trilogy being uh, not <sighs> not unknown actors at, by any means. No. uh I mean, obviously Oscar Isaac has, uh, has had a very right. long career, even even at that point. But but lesser known, certainly uh, actors being the sort of chief four, I guess. Yeah, and it feels like guess, a good
1: yeah. analog to the. The original trilogy that hosted yeah. mostly unknown uh, actors who had you kind of bounced yeah. around doing some other stuff. I mean, Harrison Ford had done American Graffiti and a couple other things. Sure. But yeah, I was like it kind of kind of a, 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 an analog to that. I mean, Daisy Ridley yeah. was not a, a totally new actor, but yeah, uh, a lot of young Relatively. actors. Relatively. And- and when yeah. John Boyega was announced to be part of this, I even kind of did a, a who like for for most of these people, because I had not really seen Attack the Block when it came out. Um, sure. And and it was only after that, that that this movie got on my radar. So, um, yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Oh, awesome. I actually became aware of this movie from watching horror noir. And I'm so Sorry. That many R's in a row for me is oh. very hard.
1: So if Whoa. I botched that,
0: I'm so sorry. That's like rule uh, juror. My it really is because my instinct is horror noir and it's just not good and <laughs> horror noir which I don't i don't mean to like be flippant I'm just so sorry that my accent gets in the way here of that it's a great documentary uh, it's on Shudder sorry I, f- I feel like a shill for Shudder on this podcast so often but yeah, Shutter I, might, I, I love might horror movies so
1: they, they, they might need to throw <laughs> us a couple of dimes uh, some uh, at some point soon <laughs> yeah yeah
0: you know, throw some bucks, but really, really wonderful documentary about, uh, uh specifically, uh, black horror creators, uh, you know, black film, it kind of goes through the history of black folks in film, interviews a lot of directors and performers, you know, sort of throughout the years, um, and, and speaking about tropes, speaking about, you know, um, good things, you know, like having, having some hope for, for filmmakers, of course, Get Out is, is certainly a, a, a big part of it, of course, um, Actually, Attack yeah. of the Block is is mentioned quite a bit in the movie and it, as just like uh, what a, you know, kind of a what a cool thing that came out and, and, you know, kind of had some good commentary and had some at least, you know, I, I obviously, I don't think that the documentary is saying this, nor am I saying this, that like, oh, yeah, it has like perfect politics and it's, it's perfect in all ways or anything like that. But it is, I think, attempting very much to say something about uh, the lives of of young folks in uh, you know, like living on the blocks, right? Which is the idea here. And I am neither British nor black. So, you know, please take everything I say with a grain of salt. But that's very much what the sort of fiction of the movie is about. It is about uh, this sort of like young, like a little bit of a, I don't want to say gang in the like gangland sense, but like kind of a group of young troublemakers basically uh, who end up defending their block like their area their apartment building basically after there is this kind of wacky slightly (laughs) wacky but also very dangerous you know alien invasion uh kind of happening and the movie starts out and this is actually my main beef with the movie i think it goes places with it i think it does things with it uh but in uh a a scene where a white woman she's a nurse we find out that find that out later is mugged by this, this group of teens I'm not the biggest fan of the way this is shot. This is, like, the most, like, white panic. Like, the way it's framed is very, like, oh, no, be afraid. And it's like, okay, guys. Like, (laughs) I I know they were doing something with it. They are definitely playing in tropes and doing other things with tropes. And where the movie goes is interesting and good. But I definitely, just speaking from being at a lot of, like, protests lately to to watching that scene, I was just like, oh, guys. Like, Uh, you know, a little bit of a row face um, again. I do think the movie does put things with it, but it does start with this as, as sort of the premise.
1: Yeah. And I, I, in,
0: in the mugging. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go for
1: it. No, I was just going to say, like I did okay. it, when I read the, um, when I read the, the basic synopsis, it be, you know, frames it like, uh, uh, like a gang. And, I, and in my head, I go, okay, well, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking maybe like the wire like, you know, one group is trying to 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 do you know certain drug sales or whatever, and another group or whatever. Right. And it just starts as just like, oh no, we're mugging a white woman. I'm like, ah, okay. Well, yeah, like, sure. Guys. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, so this is what we mean by gang. All right. You know. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's very uh, well, I won't say it's completely a product, but it is very much a product of like everything that has been going on and feeling just kind of like, ah, well, this isn't really the the best foot to start off on in the year 2020. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's also like the framing, like this woman obviously looks like terrified. Like it's really (laughs) very like, also this might also be part of being American, right? Where like in America, if you are afraid of a physical altercation, I'm afraid somebody might have a gun, and there's right. no gun present in this scene. And again, I'm not saying that like, of course, like people shouldn't, uh, you know, endanger anyone else. Obviously, like I, that should probably go without saying. But it's also right. like, okay, guy, this you made that you frame this as if this is the most terrifying thing that has ever happened. This woman's a nurse; she's seen scarier shit all day. Like, come on, like let's right. all right, yeah. Uh, but anyway. That's just sort of the first scene, and during this mugging, an alien falls out of the sky, (laughs) drops onto a car, uh, and she gets away. uh, And uh, Moses, our sort of main character, that's the John Boyega character, uh, stabs it, and it runs away. And the kids go after it. They're like, "Oh my god, you know, like it, it hurt me, so you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go fuck this thing up." That leads to him being smeared with the blood or some sort of fluid from this thing, which then uh, sort of brings the attention of other aliens to him. And of course, he's running around the block. So therefore, these aliens kind of come to the block uh, because he inadvertently sort of (laughs) was a part of this little weird invasion. thing. Right. Uh, The movie uh, goes a lot of places. It's a really fun plot, I think. It's a it's a really fun, very breezy, (laughs) very like weirdly spielberg kind of feeling like i I was about to say
1: it it reminded me a lot of it 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 is a very modern take on kind of the goonies monster squad formula of like you know group of kids that band together and and take on something supernatural otherworldly and and i and i very much it very much has uh a very modern sensibility which i definitely appreciated, because they don't yeah. like that's the thing I, I guess it dawned on me that like it felt like we just didn't see one of these movies since like 1987 and yeah yeah and, th- and then it's like okay 2011 we're gonna make a new one and like that formula still like whips like when they when you get it yeah. right so that was yeah, that was absolutely. really really good yeah
0: absolutely Uh, There's a really fun action movie pacing to it uh, where the kids kind of get in a little bit more trouble. They hang out with uh, Ron, I think, is the guy who's like a a, a white dude who's like a weed dealer and has a weed room. Uh, They get involved with uh, more of a, like, kingpin or minor kingpin drug kingpin who wants to elevate moses and and uh give him you know the stronger stuff to yeah, sell basically that, that
1: plot did not work for me uh that's yeah. the, that is the one part of this movie that really didn't work for me but yeah we can uh, we can talk about that now or or keep going but like that yeah, I, think,
0: I think it's fair too i mean these are all kind of threads woven into the movie but this is i agree with you i don't think this one is super strong for it's, me as well. it just
1: didn't have like a an, an actual connection to me like i think uh high hats is the character's name and and like you know he's he's i guess kind of the the head of uh, uh you know base, basically the money making operations on the block and yeah. wants to elevate uh moses who I guess it's implied throughout the movie as being fairly young, but then we find out is 15, you know, much, yeah. much younger than I think a lot of people. John Boyega was about 19 when he made this movie, but sure. Um, sure. But yeah, like, you know, he's, he's trying to elevate him, but then the, I couldn't really, I was like, I couldn't really figure out why high hats was like, so bent on killing, Moses, like for most of this movie, it just didn't really work for me. I guess it was because he thought that Moses was the reason that more feds were at the block. But I don't know that that part of it didn't really work. But
0: yeah, that that didn't go many places uh, at all.
1: (laughs) No, not really. Um,
0: There are some fun scenes with him, but it's really very. You know, he he just kinda is there to move certain plots along. He's yeah. really not much of a character in his own right, other right. than the fact that he wants to be a rapper and it's like, oh, okay. That's, that's fine. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Like that's not like, okay, you have one character trait. It's not really a character, but it's, right. it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also get involved again with the nurse. Uh her name oh my god, what is her name in this movie? I should probably have this open somewhere.
1: It's Samantha. Um,
0: Samantha, gotcha. And it is uh uh
1: Doctor course, who, doctor. Dr. Who Doctor herself. Jodie
0: Whitaker. Yeah. I know. I was like, jo- Dr. Jodie and yeah, Dr. Jodie. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is a nurse. I guess she's Nurse Jodie here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Samantha, who I, I suppose has something of an arc here. Uh, she immediately goes to like an, uh, you know, after she's mugged, goes to an elderly white woman, uh, her apartment, who kind of, there's a very unsubtle scene where it's obviously they're doing a racism. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, um, calling the kids monsters um whereas yeah it's, it's not great uh and the kids do encounter her again later on uh there's a whole kind of uh plot with some cops that's less important than what happens later later on where they actually all come to her apartment uh they come to her partially i think for help because she's a nurse but also because she's kind of in the in that place she just keeps running into these kids their neighbors yeah and it's actually pretty important uh, where they kind of come to an understanding and a level of trust that they're all going to kind of work together. Uh, and uh, it's it's a little cheesy at first. It's a little bit, uh, a lot of coded language, a lot of, oh, I don't want to live here. It's not a good neighborhood. You know, she kind of makes a lot of like, very like white, flight kinds of uh, gestures, basically. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is, you know, uh, appropriate (laughs) for what's going on here, I guess. Uh, You know, the movie is very aware, I think, of of the sort of racism. It's very much uh, reading just a tiny bit into the production. Cornish wanted to make something that was the opposite of hoodie horror, I guess, which is uh, again, not British, uh, but the idea being like movies where basically the, you know, youth of color wearing hoodies are like the scary thing, right? Right. A very, you know, very conservative view, shitty conservative racist view. Uh, And he wanted to make a movie that was the opposite, that these kids were actually the heroes, even though, uh, you know, we do have that scene at the beginning that is weird. Um, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) uh but I mean, yeah it's it, there's a lot of kind of growing uh uh that kind of happens uh in Samantha. I think she really realizes how brave uh this this kid especially is, and how like smart and kind of funny and awesome this crew is. I guess we should kind of talk about some of the characters here, yeah John, do you have a favorite? I mean, I love <laughs> Moses, but do you have a favorite other other than Moses and his little crew I mean
1: but, <laughs> I, I love, uh, I love Dennis a lot. Uh, yeah. Dennis is great. Um, he, he just, you know, goes straight to, uh, all right, well, aliens are here. I'm going to go back to my house and get a Katana, you know, kind of thing. I
0: um, love that. Which yes. is very
1: good. And he drives like a little pizza <laughs> delivery scooter. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I, I like Dennis a lot. Uh, Pest is, of course, I okay. Now, this is embarrassing, but I literally <laughs> thought Pest was Timothy Chalamet for like, oh my gosh, for like <laughs> longer than I would like to admit because I was like, Timothy Chalamet was in this. That's so weird. And then I just went to the page <laughs> and I was like, ah, okay, that wasn't Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, Alex Esmail is, uh, he plays Pest and I, <laughs> I did like his character because he just, he just always says the wrong thing. Like ever, like it, there's never yeah. an opportunity where he doesn't say the wrong thing. Um, So I don't know. I, enjoy, I enjoyed that. Obviously Moses is, I mean, that, that's the other thing It's like very clearly John Boyega is like, you know, like the casting director or, or Cornish himself or whatever figured out that this guy was going to be like a big deal, I think, just like yeah he's just a, a really, really good actor even in his very first role, uh, so he's really likable. Who did you like in the crew?
0: I mean i I, I liked Moses and I, I loved. I loved Dennis. Yeah. I I, I liked him. I I love how the Wikipedia here says he's the enforcer.
1: Yeah. The enforcer.
0: Which is very cute.
1: Yeah.
0: (sighs) It's very good and very cute.
1: Yeah. He also Um, has, uh, he also has one of the cutest dogs I've ever seen that only is in a, he's only in the movie. Listen, I'm just as a service to folks at home. uh, This dog does die. You don't see anything uh, happen, you do hear a thing, but it is for the I don't know forty five seconds. This dog is in the movie. One of the cutest dogs I've ever seen in my life. So yeah,
0: R.I.P. to Pogo.
1: R.I.P. Pogo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also I guess we didn't mention it uh, because I don't think they're the best characters, but they do have a wonderful scene together. The kind of two white guys. Uh, it's Bruce and Ron. Ron is the the sort of local pot dealer. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's he, again. He's just kind of there to be there, uh, and Bruis is like a grad student or
1: something. I maybe? I really liked that character
0: because yeah, because I mean he figures some shit out, you know.
1: I just like it. I mean I like I don't think I I would be friends with that character, but as a as a three-dimensional character, this is someone I know, like someone who, yeah. who, uh, you know, buys a lot of weed and kind of hangs around this area, but ultimately is borrowing his dad's, like, sedan so he could drive it back to, like, zoology school or whatever the fuck yep. he's doing. Um yep. You know, so he's just this kind of, like, poser idiot. And, yeah. and, like, that's funny. And Ron is played by uh, Nick Frost, who is in sure. all the yeah. Simon Pegg movies. And, uh, um. simon Pegg movies i mean they did those together i don't know why i put it that way but i uh, mean
0: i mean yeah it's it's the same it's big talk yeah Uh, it's the same production company yeah Yeah. it's all them
1: it's all um
0: yeah (laughs) and it's very much the humor of this uh but they have a scene together as the kind of two clueless white guys where they're just like getting high and they're just like oh what if it was an invasion you know, the cops would deal with it. I don't remember exactly, but it's it's kind of one of those, like, the authorities, will, you know, the government will figure it out. Like, like just such a contrast to the kids right. who are very much on the Active. ground dealing with it and mm-hmm. bleeding and, and, you know, everything's kind of happening to them and with them and they're pushing action forward. And these two fucking, you know, the white guys on the couch are just like. I'm sure it's fine. It's uh, <laughs> nothing. It's just very, very good. It was a very good little uh, scene. There's, there's a lot of that kind of humor. It's mm-hmm. very uh, kind of smirking. It's not very subtle humor, but it's, it's there and, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, there's something somewhat refreshing about watching one of these that doesn't have just like the fucking worst politics. Oh, yeah, it is, is nice.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: which is I know it's a reductive thing to say, but, you know, it, it,
1: for for as violent as this movie is, it's a really easy watch. Like, it's not like oh, yeah. I don't know. It's not it's not like a a very taxing movie. It's a, it's 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 as breezy as a movie with a throat being ripped out as you could possibly be. So <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, and and, and a lot of, like, metaphors about policing and police uh, police brutality towards, you know, uh, youth of color and Uh and all that kind of stuff. Which is, yeah, it's a part of that movie. Uh, It's not, again, I don't know if this is my own American cultural bias. uh, The fact that the cops yell armed police is like, oh, that's what they do over there. I
1: I was going to bring up the fact that, like... (laughs) Like like policing in the UK is still like an unbelievable problem. Still and, a problem. Huge uh, problem. And yeah. and and the still racist with. and the racist uh implementation of policing over there is still uh, totally absolutely. rampant. I mean a lot of DNA uh over there is uh over here. So well yeah, you absolutely. Know, don't get that twisted. But yeah. Uh, the UK cops typically don't carry around loaded firearms, especially if they're just like right. patrolling or whatever. And so, yeah, like that was that was just the kind of like, uh, you know, whenever you see it, even if it's in a movie, yeah. I, I still just go like, ah, what man, what, what's that like? Um, yeah. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it's almost one of those things where, you know, just having even the tiniest bit of anything. Yeah. Uh, above what we have here is like oh weird. oh interesting <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah. weird right yeah it's like oh uh wow yeah uh, and it really just again just goes to show how we're fucking backwards in so yeah. many ways uh yeah. and not to say that they're forwards no i mean that's that we're thi- that much more backwards yeah that's i mean that's <laughs>
1: that's the thing is that like all of their problems are uh I think I think very similar to ours, except that we we decided a long time ago that um, it's it's just totally OK that we're we're going to we're going to mix loaded guns into that cauldron. We're just going to just yep. dump them right in there. So
0: the the big racism jambalaya. Right. basically. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I think there are some very, very good moments here of of kind of looking on at that violence i i think there's a really good scene where samantha's like call the cops you know i'll, I'll tell them the truth kind of <sighs> right. thing which is just, it's just how fucking clueless you are like yeah and the kids very patiently like explain to her like we're all gonna get arrested right we're all you know we're we're fucked you're fine we're fucked like there's a very like real exchange there and you can almost see like the the gears working in her head A little bit of like, oh, yeah, that's probably true. You Mm -hmm. know, her finally kind of realizing that. I also truly love uh, that she thought a a tiny acoustic guitar was going to be like a great weapon to kill like a giant monster. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, actually, she used it against the kids for like, you know, threatened the kids with it first. Oh, yeah. What? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Do you want to talk about the creature design because I thought I thought it was definitely interesting because Yeah. They're they're basically these like gorilla bear looking things with 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 fur that is like blacker than black like you just can't it 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 reflects no light um yeah. but they've got glowing fangs and that's like the only thing you can see uh in the dark. Yeah. Um and it's not like Wow. Don't get me wrong here. I mean, I would be scared to death if I saw one of those, but it's not like <laughs> the most grotesque uh, creature design. But it was just like very. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it was like a, a smart design that was kind of uh, against a lot of, I think, really mainstream alien design that that I've seen. Yeah. So
0: I, I agree. It was almost like. um not entirely this, but almost closer to that approach that, you know, some of the, uh, like, Zelda Twilight Princess took with, like, oh, the coolest looking enemies are are slightly abstract. Yeah. And fairly simple, geometrically speaking. Like, fairly simple, but very, very cool and interesting looking. Apparently, it was mostly uh, practical effects as well. And they just kind of added a little bit in post with the, oh, not reflecting any light um, sort of thing, which is also very cool. And, of course, uh, not to be very basic, but I'm I'm still I'm still all about practical effects wherever you can use them. Oh yeah, no, me <laughs> too. I just think they photograph better. I'm sorry, I know, I know, yeah. I know. I mean, I just I just, I just watched they like photograph better. I just yeah.
1: watched uh, Mad Max Fury Road again, like last week, and Ugh. I was just like, wow, like it just hits different. It really does. It does. Um, yeah. so yeah, it, and that that made a big difference. Like this is not a massive budget film, and I think yeah, like. Yeah. If you had handed uh a huge studio a lot of money to make this exact movie, it would probably not as feel it would probably not feel as alive. Like that that was the other thing I guess I would say is like I think with the actors being fairly unknown and the director having not done like big, you know, a huge feature really before. Um like there was a lot of like energy, I guess, with yeah, yeah. with this, like it was palpable about like kind of everyone was excited and and into it, and I think that really, really came across in like everyone's performances and the direction, and it's it's just a really, I don't know. I thought I, th- I think it's a great, just easy, but really important, interesting watch. like I, I liked it a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the ending. Uh okay. and, and like sort of how it's, yeah, a lot of things come together at the end. Uh, so Moses kind of creates a plan for basically trapping some of the creatures. Uh, and uh, we get the reveal that he's 15 because um, Samantha goes to his apartment, sees that he has like some comic book stuff, basically some, you know, <laughs> like things she would associate with it. She's like, oh, do you have a little brother? And he's like, no. Nope. She's like, oh my God, how old are you? And he's 15. You know, we kind of realize she says, oh, you look older. And he just kind of takes it as a compliment. Like, right. Thanks. He has this really wonderful. I mean, this exchange also shows that a really, really stoic character, but is never boring. So yeah. charismatic that no matter what Moses does, he's he's kind of never boring. Uh, he has a lot of energy. He has a lot of presence. And, and that obviously is, is down to the performance in a lot of ways. But also uh, he he's very brave. He does this sort of wild run. Uh, that that allows him to basically save the world from these horrible yeah. aliens.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's uh, definitely implied it's yeah. saving saving more than just the uh, the block. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Moses saved the world. That's what his friends all say. Yeah, and everybody's arrested. the The white people are are very upset about being arrested, mm-hmm. and the uh, the young kids are all kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like. There's there's such a difference in how they're uh handled by the police and how they personally handle it. Of course. Uh, that I think is really instructive and really interesting. And then Moses goes uh into the the police van uh but he can hear people chanting for him, including Sorry, we didn't even talk about all the the young women characters who are in this movie. Oh yeah, are, they're, they are were They're great. not in it they're, much. They're not in it but much, great. but I do,
1: yeah, they're really good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're really really good. There's Tia, there's let me let me see. Uh, let dimples. Me, uh, go back up. Dimples, oh my God, they're just really funny. And they just, they take none of the shit of the boys. Like they're just always like, you know, busting them up a little bit and, you know just being annoyed by them, Uh, but they all kind of love them. There's just a beautiful, beautiful uh, sense of, of like ensemble with, with all these characters. Uh, But yeah, they're all there in the crowd and they're cheering for him and cheering for him and cheering for him, even though he's arrested, even though the cops are manhandling him. And even though Samantha is trying to, you know, she has her little moment where she said, they're my neighbors and, you know, they were protecting me. Like the way she she gives that honor to them a little bit. But she's also like the white chick talking to the cops trying to, you know, help the kids, I guess. It's it's a little a little bit ham fisted. But yeah, I do like the moment of even though Moses is now back in this shitty situation that he was in towards the beginning of the movie in the back of the police van. He kind of knows what he did and he knows that his whole neighborhood knows what he did. And there's that moment of like, yeah, attack the block and it attacks back kind of thing. And he was the hero that day. Yeah. Um, But yeah, what do you make of this? Because I I think there's a lot going on here. There is that sort of obvious, uh, everybody who watched this movie knows he's a hero. Everybody that matters knows he's a hero, but he's still arrested. Right He's still in the back of that van. There's still that kind of right. honesty to it that yeah. I, I sort of liked, like, yeah, and the world still sucks, and the cops are still racist. Yeah um,
1: yeah. yeah. and no, and no lessons were learned no, I'm just kidding. Um.
0: <laughs> right <laughs> so. Man- <laughs> may have grown a yeah. bit
1: uh, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah i mean i guess yeah. their fate is left unknown i mean i i you know i would hope i that's a good point i mean i just immediately hoped that they would be let go but i didn't actually really immediately think of the idea that it's like oh maybe it didn't change anything and i was like oh well ah, wow, that's sad
0: <laughs> right
1: but uh but yeah no i mean that's it's true they kind of left it ambiguous but uh um I there were these there are these two young kids in the building.
0: Yes, probs and mayhem. (laughs) Probs and what mayhem? mayhem. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, And
1: they have and they have real names, but they want to be like part of Moses's like group, I guess.
0: Yeah. And so
1: they give themselves these kind of like tough names, Um, and you know Moses's group doesn't really take them seriously. Um, and my favorite line in the movie is when they're trying to like fight the aliens with Moses' group and Moses just like takes their, takes their weapons which are basically a super soaker and like a pop gun um, and <laughs> yeah. he goes this is my favorite line uh, he just goes go home, lock your doors do your homework, watch Naruto and <laughs> and it's just like it's a really good line i was just like ah alright yeah like this, this is really good and there's just a lot of like really like British moments where a few of them are just like man I wish I could I should have just stayed home and played FIFA tonight and yeah. this, that's <laughs> such a such a British teenager uh, thing to say so um, yeah there's
0: a lot like great gaming moments in this movie yeah. that i just have to that's one of them of course there's another one where i think it's dennis who's like dressing down uh samantha a little bit saying no it's not this it's not violent video games like this is what's going on kind of thing uh, yeah. which is very good there's also like a tango down line that was like oh you know it was because was <laughs> they played some like rainbow six or something right yeah and one um, of the result. girls in my favorite one of these by far, one of the girls, here's one of the boys uh, in the group, like, freaking out, like, aliens and blah, 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 and all this is going on. And she's just like, call me when you're when you stop playing Xbox. Like, she's just like, yeah. had enough of the friend who won't shut up about his favorite game or whatever it is. Like, there's a very cute kind of moment. Very like, I don't know. That one seemed very authentic, which is another reason why I like the girls in this movie. They're very good um even if they're not in it very much they're very very good they're very good yeah yeah ah <laughs> that's
1: <sighs> I, well, I i really enjoy, it's 90 minutes of just like yeah. uh, it's a it's a buddy movie it's a you know it's, it's obviously a little dark it's got some messages yeah. but it's mostly i think a really uh good kind of action creature feature uh yeah like kids against the world kind of movie. It's it's very yeah. good.
0: Yeah. I I loved it. Uh so much fun. I I totally watched it while I was running today and it was really good for that. I'm just going to say that if you want like a good high energy like workout movie, I don't yeah. know if other people do this. Yeah. And it's fine if you don't, but like I enjoy working out to watching something like fights or or whatever and this was so good for I actually had one of my like most intense runs in a couple of months and didn't feel it at all and was just like oh shit like <laughs> oh look what i just did oh it's cuz i'm watching this like really fun very high energy movie <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> highly recommended for that and also just to give John Boyega some extra props you know like oh, dude is awesome yeah he's saying the right. he's saying great things and no nope, heartfelt things and uh fucking awesome i'm glad we watched this
1: yeah me too yeah. it it gave me a lot of uh John Boyega energy and I just don't I I can't get enough of it in the real world or on the screen. Um
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Star I Wars agree. did him the Star Wars did him dirty. Just like I th- uh, just thinking yeah. about it like
0: Yeah.
1: At oh. so, at some point we're going to probably do I'm just going to call it. And in, in the next year and a half mm-hmm. we will probably mm-hmm. do a lot of Star Wars things. My my guess is we'll we'll break down and do Star Wars for you love to see it and I'm going to be sad for her. The, yeah. the the third trilogy when we said John I
0: still haven't I still haven't seen the bad one <sighs> I still haven't seen it <laughs> yeah. Is this silence because just, you're like I mean just, are you well, like keep it that way Oh, but you have to do it for work I know yeah, I, I mean I, I like
1: you. <laughs> you should like I I would I would suggest to anybody who yeah. likes Star Wars to see it but because I guess I just want to know.
0: Yeah, I I don't think I'm going to like
1: it. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I just like, I want to know what bucket everyone's in. Not to like judge them, but just to be like, okay, what do I get out of this that other people don't? You know what I mean? Sure. Like, what what am I getting out of it that a lot of other fans aren't? Because like a lot of people saw Rise of Skywalker and really liked it. But I, you know, I... (sighs) anything that is basically a, a film that is just built to do fan service is just, uh, no. oh, it's just rough. And of course the victims of that were, uh, two of the minority actors in that film, hey, uh, John did, Boyega and, uh, and, uh, at least, Oh, Rose? No, Rose is her character. I, I know name. she
0: plays Rose. But that's why I'm trying to say it's Kelly... Kelly Marie Tran. Uh,
1: God. Yeah, exactly. I could not get her first name. Sorry, I was, like, I
0: was, I was doing the Rose thing. I was doing the d- character so thing instead I. of the person. Yeah, but yeah. Kelly Marie
1: <laughs> Tran and John Boyega is just like, you know, they got done. Got a little dirty in a little little third, screwed. In that third movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: That really, that's so disappointing because yeah. a lot of the energy, is as everybody remembers and recalls a lot of the energy i remember from you know the first couple of movies yeah. even even just the first one was like oh there's yeah. you know uh basically you know black dude and latino dude are two of the four kind of like right. main 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 characters yeah. right like oh this is a star wars like, for more people. I remember that being, you know, a lot of the thesis uh, of that one. At yep. least among my my crew. I guess the people I hang out with, right? Yeah. Uh, me- yeah. Media media types, I suppose. Uh, the media. Um, the media
1: <laughs> <weeks>. Yeah.
0: Yep, <laughs> exactly. Or, or like, you know, I, I obviously at the time, like, my, my partner at the time uh, felt that way as well, though. Like, it was like, oh, this is a Star Wars for somebody more like me. And, like, that was powerful and really cool. And so it's just upsetting that they... Didn't do much with that. And, right. And uh, apparently sucks in the last one. I, I Again, I haven't seen it, but I, it sounds bad. Sounds like it's not good. It's
1: not great. But John Boyega is great. Yeah. So
0: yeah. He, d- he did yes, a he lot is. with very little. Yes, he is. Uh, he is great. Uh, thank you, John Boyega. I know you probably don't listen to this podcast, but if you do, thank oh, you well, very if much. if he
1: did? God, that'd be great. That would
0: be... So good.
1: <laughs> that would
0: be very exciting to me. Uh, I would I would uh, maybe have a fangirl moment. I would have a, a, a hot fangirl moment, I guess, of, of me <laughs> embarrassing myself by squealing, basically. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, which, you know, I'm sure he's used to. There's probably a lot of women who squeal around him. So that's, it's fine. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> it's probably, he's probably used to it. It's all right. <laughs> oh, um, man. But, thanks, thanks for yeah. watching this with me. Yeah, of course. I had a lot of fun. I really had a lot of fun. I I truly wish they could have framed that first scene differently, but uh, I I think uh, on balance, the movie is pretty fucking awesome uh, and a lot of fun. So thank you. Thank you, John, for being here. Of Uh, course. I guess I'll read uh, this good outro text that I wrote once upon a time. Okay. Uh, Very happy to do that at all times. So uh, thank you, everybody, uh, for listening. And we do hope you enjoyed your cinematic journey with us, please do rate and review our podcast. We really appreciate it. And in case you haven't figured it out yet, uh, which you might not have because we're in the process right now, but You Love to See It actually has its very own feed. We decided to actually break out uh, several of our shows and our feeds into something that makes a little bit more sense uh, for how people normally (laughs) consume podcasts. So uh, You Love to See It uh, is where you go for all of our TV and movie watching, uh, podcasts, so that's this podcast primarily, but also You Love to Scream It, which is our sort of weirder horror podcast. We have one this week as well. And then also, of course, uh, the things that Eric and Merit watch together. That's all here. Uh, you could call it The Watch Channel, or you could call it You Love to See It. Which is, you know, what we actually call it. So please call it that. Uh, <laughs> I was listen.
1: like, Danielle, don't give them the option. We, we named yeah. it. I mean, they can name you it know. whatever they want on their own time. But on our time, exactly. it's you love to see it. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Please, please respect loving to see it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you can listen to all of our stuff, all of our podcasts on fanbite.com/podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at fanbite media, Instagram at fanbite, TikTok on fanbite, and of course on fanbite.com. And you can watch all of our very good streams; most of them are very, very good. In fact, at uh, twitch.tv/fanbite. John, where can people find you online?
1: <laughs> Uh, you can find me running away from big uh, gorilla bear aliens on <laughs> uh, at floppy adult. Because I would not, I would not, uh, I would not be brave. I would not go fight them. I'm just letting, I feel like letting y'all know.
0: Running, running was a good call. Like yeah. running is a good thing to do. Yeah. Uh, around around these critters. Um. I mean, so thank you. If I had a,
1: listen, I'll, you know what? I'll say this. If I had the rest of the yeah. fan bike crew there, because I feel like we're like a ragtag bunch.
0: Yeah, maybe we yeah. could take him. Like us, all of us versus one of them.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, one of them, all sure. Right.
0: All right, all right, yeah. All right. I think <laughs> I think we would stand a fair chance. Okay. A fair chance. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I, I mean, of course, you just John, you did it. You 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 definitely got me thinking in fight terms, and I'm like, all right, it's got it's got four limbs. Like, look, any any critter that has like four limbs and a neck and like anything like arteries where you can choke it. Like y- jujitsu wins yeah. uh, in those situations. It's just the the strength of the of the thing, how fast it can bite me, how hard it can bite me. But if I had help, like holding it down, I could break its limbs. Okay, this is nothing, sorry. Uh, but like, <laughs> this is how I think. Sorry uh, for that window into my brain. If you want more of my brain, you can follow me at DanielleRI <laughs> on Twitter and uh, that's gonna do it for us thank you so much John thank you all for listening sorry that my brain is uh, very jujitsu'd up but uh, you know I like it this way